Good day, California, and indeed America, if that's where you're listening from. This is The Bankruptcy Professor, back with another episode. Before I get started, I have to say that I am not an attorney. What I'm about to give you is not legal advice. Do not take it that way. I will give you my personal experience, my personal journey, my personal opinions. But I am not a lawyer, and I'm not, practiced, I'm not licensed to practice law anywhere in the United States or the world. Should you be considering a bankruptcy case, please ensure you do speak to a local bankruptcy attorney in your immediate area that is familiar with the law, familiar with the regulations of your local bankruptcy courts, and also licensed to practice law and give you legal advice. Okay, having said that, I wanted to do a quick podcast today walking through some of the most common issues that seem to occur in a Chapter 7 bankruptcy case. Uh, I've gotten a few questions about this. What is the most common thing that can go wrong in a bankruptcy case or what can go wrong at all in a bankruptcy case? So I want to start with saying that I'm just wrapping up my own personal bankruptcy case right now. It's in the final month of before closure. And uh, I can tell you that nothing has gone wrong in my case uh, uh, in the sense that nothing has prevented me from getting a discharge or an objection. Um, there were a couple of follow-up questions and actions I needed to handle in my bankruptcy case, but nothing was wrong, quote-unquote. Um, having said that, 95% plus, I think, is the statistic of all Chapter 7 bankruptcy cases have nothing wrong with them. So, uh, and those, that includes those filed without an attorney. Um, so you have a very good chance that nothing is going to go wrong with your case. So you need to start with that premise, okay? Recognize that from the very beginning. You're in good shape. You're probably going to be just fine. And in, when you file a case with a, a licensed bankruptcy, bankruptcy attorney with any experience whatsoever, the chances of anything going wrong are about 1%, uh, as, as, assuming you do a few things. And we're going to talk about those couple things today. So starts with the premise that you're probably going to be just fine. Don't worry. Nothing's going to go wrong with your case. Having said that, there are a few things to keep in mind to make sure that you're not one of those 1% of cases that something does go wrong. Um, first and foremost, there's three big buckets of things. First and foremost, tell your lawyer everything. Don't think you can hide anything. Failure to disclose things is probably the number one cause of things going wrong in a bankruptcy case because you didn't tell your lawyer. So obviously, if you're filing without an attorney, it's on you as, as the bankruptcy petitioner to ensure that you're completely truthful and accurate. You're signing a document under penalty of perjury uh, under fine and potential imprisonment for, for falsifying the document. So you have to make sure you're being truthful. Same goes true with a lawyer. You're still signing the document. The lawyer may be preparing the document for you, but you're still signing that document. Very, very important that you're 100% honest, truthful. And even if you think something that is going on in your life that doesn't affect your case, don't assume that's true. Just tell your lawyer. He'll, he or she will tell you if it's needed uh, in the case or not. But make sure you disclose everything. If you think you might be getting an inheritance coming up in three, six, nine months, a year down the road, make sure you tell them. Make sure you tell them because it could affect the timing of your case. And the lawyer may actually be able to delay the case to the point where you can have that inheritance without issue. But you can't, he can't do anything for you if you don't tell him or she can't do anything for you if you don't tell him. So 
you have to make sure that your attorney knows everything going on in your case, in your situation. Let's say you got into a car accident a year or two ago and you've got an active personal injury lawsuit settlement coming. That's important information that the attorney needs to know. Don't leave that out. Don't assume that that's not going to be relevant to the case. It absolutely is relevant to a bankruptcy case. And it was relevant in my personal situation. I had received a settlement and it actually uh, allowed me to delay my case where I didn't have to turn that settlement over. So very, very, very important that you tell your lawyer every little detail, every little thing possible to make sure that your lawyer represents you in the best possible way. That's one. The second biggest issue that uh, from what I've seen and what I've experienced from my own research that uh, causes problems in a bankruptcy case is when you transfer property or assets before filing for bankruptcy. Um, and usually within a recent window of filing for bankruptcy, maybe within 90 days, six months, a year, it depends on the local jurisdiction, the local bankruptcy court, the local state bankruptcy laws, how that will affect your situation. But very, very important to recognize that if you transfer property prior to filing bankruptcy within a relatively recent time window, you need to disclose that no matter what you think, no matter how small it is or no matter how irrelevant you think it is. And here's a good example. If you owed your brother or your sister some money, $1,000, $5,000, $10,000, and you paid them back before filing bankruptcy, that is not going to fly in the bankruptcy court. Um, that's considered a preferential payment, especially if you made it within 90 days of filing. Bankruptcy attorney needs to know that right away because a good bankruptcy attorney will delay the filing of your case to make sure that that's not going to be an issue. So make sure you disclose them every disclose everything. And and case in point here, don't try to hide any assets. Don't try to transfer your car to your brother uh, or your dad's name or a friend's name. Uh, all of those assets are trackable through DMV uh, records, through uh, state uh, registration systems. And the bankruptcy court has access to all government systems that could involve your personal property. So it's very, very important that you do not, do not hide or transfer anything before filing for bankruptcy to try to protect it from the court as an asset. In, in a lot of cases, that property might be exempt anyway. And a lot of times it is exempt. So don't assume that by transferring it, you're gonna keep that property. You're probably gonna lose it. You actually have a better chance of keeping it if you tell your attorney and you disclose it properly on the petition because it's possibly exempt property anyway and you wouldn't have to hide it. So again, this goes back to point number one, failing to disclose and being honest and truthful. It's the same thing here. Be honest, truthful, don't transfer any property. Even if you think it's a remote possibility, you may be filing bankruptcy within the next year or two because of your debt situation. You need to stop everything. Stop everything. Stop transfers. Stop everything. Don't send anything away. Don't move anything. Don't sell anything. Don't transfer anything. You're better off keeping it and disclosing it. Trust me. Very, very important to know. Okay, and the third thing, which is really common sense, but these are really the top three things that go wrong in a bankruptcy case. Uh, don't go run up a bunch of debt right before filing for bankruptcy and then expect to get that debt discharged. Uh, it seems like common sense, but it does happen. People don't, people don't realize that. If you go to Best Buy and buy a $5,000 TV on a Best Buy credit card a month before filing for bankruptcy, you're gonna owe that $5,000. It's not going to get discharged. Um, in fact, you you could actually, depending on how it's disclosed in the case, 
be liable to penalties and, and fraud claims as well, because that can be considered fraud depending on how you did it and, and if you disclosed it properly. So critically important, don't go run up debt. Don't go co-sign on a car loan uh, a month before filing bankruptcy. Um, you know, do not go uh, take out a new personal loan for $10,000 and expect not to have to pay that back if you just took it out right before filing. You cannot take out new debt, especially within the 90-day time window pre-bankruptcy and expect to have that debt discharged. You know, if it was six months or a year ago and you've been making payments on it, you're probably fine. But don't just go buy something big, especially uh, something that would be flagged as a big purchase on a bankruptcy petition within 90 days of filing for bankruptcy. Big, big, big no-no. It could cause you a lot of problems. It could even jeopardize your entire case for being discharged. So three big things, again, just to recap. Don't don't Make sure you do disclose everything. Don't hide anything. Don't transfer any property before filing. And do not run up a bunch of new debt. That one's kind of common sense, but people do it. Those are, in, in most cases, if you look at all the Chapter 7 bankruptcy cases that, that go wrong, which is a small percentage of them, as I just said before, it's usually one of those three things. Now, could there be other things that cause hiccups in your case that, aren't ex that wouldn't necessarily jeopardize your case, but could be a hiccup? Yes. And that happened to me. And I'll tell you exactly what happened to me. Um, and this and this applies to California bankruptcy law in particular because we have some very unique exemptions in California. And some of them are very generous exemptions. And that's why if you're listening from California, you shouldn't feel um, too scared about filing for bankruptcy as, as far as losing property and assets. Uh, if you're in the same situation I was in, I literally lost almost nothing in the bankruptcy case. I lost no physical property. I just had to turn over some cash. So, um, so just make sure you realize that don't don't let that scare you. You're not you're in a lot of cases you're not going to lose any property in your bankruptcy case, even though you may hear and think you will. Um, it really just depends on, on if you own a home and if you have a lot of equity in your home or not. Um, but other than that, uh, your property is probably safe unless you have an exorbitantly large amount of property for some reason. But if you're an average person like me, uh, you're you're in pretty good shape. Your property's in good shape. But I'll tell you what the hiccup was in my case. So um, I disclosed that I was going to be receiving a large bonus uh, amount. It was like fifteen thousand um, dollars, and uh, uh, I disclosed that in my three forty one hearing to the trustee because I post petition after filing realized I was going to be receiving this bonus and uh, it was going to be paid uh, after the filing, but it was for wages earned. Pre-filing was a bonus for the previous year's uh, sales results for my company. And I uh, uh, did receive that bonus, did disclose it like, uh, like the you know, honest, truthful person I tried to be, and, uh, and, and did claim 75% exemption to that bonus amount, which I was qualified for under the California bankruptcy law. Um, and the judge agreed, or excuse me, the trustee agreed, and that my attorney... Uh, wouldn't have filed it if he didn't. Uh, so uh, it, we were, it was all kosher. So there was no hiccup there. But what it caused the trustee to do was verify the pay stub from the bonus and all my pay stubs subsequent to that. And he discovered that um, the timing of my filing for the bankruptcy petition was mid-pay period. I get paid bi-weekly, so every two weeks I get a paycheck, um, like which is common in many you know business environments today but uh i had earned a week of pay 
and then uh, after filing and then a week of pay before filing. Well, the California exemption is 75% of wages earned. And uh, I had to turn over 25% of one week's worth of pay because of the timing I filed the case, but I, which we did not disclose in the petition, honestly, because we didn't even consider it. It was, we, we didn't think it was be an issue, but the trustee found it and I had to turn over uh, a little bit extra cash with my bonus, 25% of my bonus. So um, that's an example of a hiccup where you could have to pay a little bit extra uh, depending on if it's an asset case or not. But it's not, it's not wrong. Nothing went wrong with my case. I'm, you know, up until now, I've had no issues with the case other than having to pay a little bit extra cash, uh, which fortunately I was prepared to do because of my pre-bankruptcy planning, saving some cash, saving some money, just in case I needed to turn it over in any event. Hopefully this information is helpful for you today and hopefully it puts your mind at ease a little bit about if you think something's gonna go wrong with your bankruptcy case. 99 times out of 100, if you're filing with a licensed bankruptcy attorney in your local area, you're, nothing's gonna go wrong with your case. Do not worry. Just make sure you're honest. Don't disclose everything. Make sure you do disclose everything to your attorney. Don't transfer any property to anybody, anybody before filing. And don't run up a bunch of new debt before filing. It's not gonna help you. That could only hurt your case. So hopefully that was helpful. I appreciate you, all of you listening. If you'd like to support the podcast, we'd really appreciate it. Anchor.fm slash bankruptcy professor, uh, BK professor CA on Twitter. Love to hear from you. If you want to email me, bankruptcyprofessor at gmail.com. I'll be happy to answer any questions I get on the podcast in future episodes. Thank you so, so much for listening. Have a great day, California, and indeed America, if that's where you're listening from. <laughs>